0: christianese hot topic
1: well it's a ha- warm- <laughs> oh my god that was a great note thank you holy smokes you got pipes burkhold right no <laughs> i can only do it
0: in falsetto though isn't that what it's called <laughs> yes so one time i was at a this is probably too much. Uh, Ricky <laughs> Diaz and I were at Hume yeah. Lake, which is a summer camp. We take our students to, and it was yeah. like middle of the day. It was gross. There's a like a shower house. So we were yeah. in there separate showers, very <laughs> non shower non together. But, uh, we were both singing in falsetto like at the top of our lungs, like all the praise and worship songs from the nineties, we were going to wow. town for like 25 minutes. I mean, it just like resonating here. And finally this counselor comes over cause there was a, a cabin attached to the shower. And he's like, Hey, uh, we got a sick student over here. He, you can't sleep with you guys singing. Can you stop? Cause literally it was like that. It was like,
1: shout to the Lord.
0: <laughs> I love it. So that's the one. I can't really sing. I can just do that. Dude. Well, but I, I don't do that in church for obvious reasons.
1: <laughs> you fooled. You could have fooled me because, uh, you got some you got some pipes. Uh, this is a hot topic. Nah, Those of you who may have listened last week uh, to our or I don't know if we're gonna when we're gonna post these, but our last episode was with either my, a few
0: hours or right. several days after
1: Several Days after our our friend uh, Jared's new friend and my old friend Craig Coleman. Uh, wow. A lot there. And we kind of wanted to do a hot topic, just kind of debriefing on our conversation with Craig.
0: Yeah. You know, I think I hate that we have to say this, but it's 2020 and people are grumpy. I mean, I, whenever we bring a guest on like that, obviously we're, we're not allowing them to talk or asking them to talk because we affirm everything that they're saying. Right. right. The whole point of this the whole genesis of this is that we would have a chance to hear from people of different backgrounds um, and not just get talking points and not feel like we have to talk over them the whole time, but just kind of give them a free form way to express uh, what they're thinking. So I think the interesting thing about Craig, just getting to know him through that through that phone call, is he's been around Christianity, um, some some good forms of Christianity, maybe some what we would say are are not super biblical forms of Christianity, right. or or even just that gay church that he was talking about. We, we there go. We wouldn't affirm that. Nope. Um, there was some some UFOs that were sprinkled in there. We mentioned unicorns. So obviously, there's we're not saying we endorse everything that he said. It's an awesome window into someone who uh, is is working out their faith, they're working out what they believe. They're exploring some of the claims of Christianity. I think it's also a good window in Los Angeles where we live to recognize um, that that this isn't like from the Midwest where people come from a conservative Christian or conservative Catholic background and they kind of have a linear theology. There's all these things that are speaking into that. Um, So I was very thankful for his transparency. Uh, I told you offer, I'll say it on air, I'm thankful for just the impact that you've had on his life and the friendship that you've had. Um, and yes there's a lot that he mentioned that, that we could unpack
1: sure and and like there are many but what I look forward to and, and Craig has been gracious enough to say he'd come on again he actually had a really good time talking through things and to me and this is to our Christian audience is I would say this is an example of it's a it's a you, we're in it it's the long game okay because it's there are like yeah we could have interjected on a million things and say oh we we disagree we wouldn't say it. yeah. but if you do that then you can't hear somebody out and well, I think nobody wants to talk to you if if right. every
0: time someone says something you disagree with you feel like you have to talk over them and correct them right uh, you know we've talked about this before and it even kind of came up in in the context of of the conversation we were having with him about right. homosexuality right right um the bible 100% Clearly teaches that relationships of a romantic and sexual nature needed between a man man and, and a woman, woman. Right? right? We don't right. waver on that at all. But my goal isn't to make a universe of straight people. My goal is to see people come to faith in Jesus Christ and be exactly. transformed, and then you know we can see one of the outpourings of uh, yes. regeneration in their hearts is that they begin to be- think biblically about
1: things. And right? I think so. Yeah. We don't leave
0: with, oh well, you know, actually, you need to. right? My right. goal is not to to be pro straight my goal is to point people to Jesus right, right. that's who not is denigrating Jesus? the reality no. of what the bible teaches no. but that's not
1: what we lead with but it starts with who is Jesus and from there we trust that god will transform and sanctify us over time but that is not uh you know that's not an instantaneous thing right. i mean w- you know we're saved in an instant but then we're sanctified over time
0: and and the, yeah the process of sanctification is bringing our Our mind, our beliefs, and then our actions into conformity with what scripture says. Right. And you only have to go to a church, any church in the world, for five minutes to know that that's not perfectly happening. (laughs) Right. Right. Absolutely. Because it's a process.
1: And I think everybody brings something to the table. And this is a case, a perfect example, where, like, this is something I'd love to talk to Craig about, but his sister, as I understood it, is in a gay relationship and goes to a church and so he's going to bring that to the table that is that is baggage if you will that he's going to have and and probably has experienced people being mean or or uh not understanding of that and i would welcome i would you know i would hope that we grace baptist would be a church where we could invite his sister and her partner to come now we're not going to affirm it i'd want to make it clear we're not going to affirm that but I would love for them to, maybe over time, if they were willing to, to sit and hear the message and see what does it, does any of it resonate? Because I know stories currently of people, especially, you know, you and I talk about Reality LA all the time, but I've heard a lot of stories down there about people who are who are gay and, and different lifestyles and people who are straight and who are living not a, 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 not pursuing holiness in their lives because they're not Christians, but they sit and they hear the message, and over time, it, it does work on their heart, and it, it changes their lives. Well, the great thing about the
0: gospel is not clean your life up, then come to Jesus. Right. right? It's come to Jesus. Right. Now, again... Uh, the calling of discipleship to follow Christ is not like, well, if you got Jesus, then you know, you can just live however you want. Right. There is a calling to to turn away from Absolutely. unrighteousness towards holiness. Absolutely. Um but the beauty of the gospel, and this is why I mean Craig even said it, that Jesus would go sit with tax collectors and right. whores, right? Right, right. And he right, wouldn't right. sit down. this is this continues to be impactful in my life and, and and how I think about evangelism. Um there's nothing recorded for us where before Jesus would sit down and go, no, actually all of you got your whore tax collector. <laughs> I just don't like you. Uh, this guy's a Democrat. Hey, he's a Democrat. Right? He doesn't do any of that. He we sits got a down, donkey over here. Right? He sits down and has a meal with them. Right? And there's something yeah, yeah, compelling yeah. about that. Yeah. So it, Jesus's own example points us to, to recognize that we can show love and compassion to people and not compromise. Right? Right. You can't accuse Jesus of compromising who Jesus is because right. he's actually Jesus. Right. Um, I think it also, for me, again, as a... As a pastor who's grown up in church, lives a pretty sheltered life, is not even from out in this area. I think it also highlights, uh, and you can speak to this way better than I can, just the complexity of being a Christian or Christian adjacent in Los Angeles in the industry that you guys are in, Mm -hmm. with the pressures that come uh, to capitulate to certain things. Sure, Um, I I can't imagine how—it's not hard for me to stand for biblical marriage at Grace Baptist Church Monday Mm -hmm. through Friday. right? Right. I can't imagine what it's like for you coming in and out of just the— Sure. the world that you live
1: in. Sure. Well, And being able to, but what I appreciate about somebody like Craig and and Brian is that we can agree to disagree on some of this stuff. And we, we could, you know, we probably would have serious disagreements on some of that stuff, but we were able to tell Craig where we're coming from, that we wouldn't affirm that. Right. But that we don't hate people like his sister yeah. and we wouldn't, I wouldn't have any problem being around them and, and, talking to them and living life with them because I have with many people in my life like that. But that doesn't mean I have to wholeheartedly affirm all of that. That doesn't just be, that doesn't mean that I hate somebody. Well, and I
0: think when we think about this in terms of culture war, our mind automatically goes to, we're not baking cakes for the gays, (laughs) right? We're not going to do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. 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 And like, okay, I I don't want to get into that. That's a whole thing. But like, can we just see these people as people? Right. right. Can we see those who are living a homosexual lifestyle as people who are made in the image of God who desperately need Jesus? Yes. Right. And so that we don't lead with the things that we're not going to do around them. Yeah. Um, we're willing to move towards them and be in relationship. I would love it if people in our church and yeah. people in the evangelical, conservative Christian community yeah. were overwhelmed with relationships with people in the homosexual community. I think that's the thing that we found compelling about Rosaria Butterfield's story, right? Is right. that. Um, she was saying that the gay community is a strong community. And so uh, that what God designed and intended the church to be is actually a stronger community. And we need to be willing to invite people to come and, and be around uh, Christians who are going to love them and who are going to cook meals for them. And um, there's something really compelling about that. Uh, but that doesn't happen when we sit back and expect people to clean themselves up before they, before they come to Christ.
1: Right. No, ab- absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I just, I appreciate too. Uh, I keep going back to this, but, you know, because I find there are some people who are not willing to agree to disagree. And we live in a pluralistic society where, you know, I think we have to be willing to hear somebody out and not agree with their viewpoint and say, I have my own set of core beliefs here, but that doesn't mean we can't continue to exchange ideas and that we have to demonize each other. Right. Because, uh, you know, again, I'm I'm never going to come to that viewpoint where I'm like okay uh, it's okay for you know a gay man or a gay woman to be running a church in the name of Christianity and say it's it's okay from not from what I say but from what the Bible says and again I think it's the Bible like you said the Bible's very clear about that but that doesn't mean that I hate people who are doing that I can disagree with it right and and, and not not hate them because no matter who you are if you're a Christian you believe that all men and women are made in the image of God. We're all image bearers. So if that—that's to me—that's a huge, that's a huge starting point. And, and I think
0: you know, I mean, again, I, there was so much that was going on in that conversation. There's so many right. different rabbit holes you could go down. But I think it's a right. good reminder for us as Christians um, that. Conversations about the gospel aren't like the case studies that we could read in evangelism books. They're like, I lost my mother, and you're like, Oh, well, let me tell you about hope of Jesus. And they're like, I want to know about that hope. And like, Cool, let's pray right now. It doesn't work that way, right? I mean, sometimes it does, praise God. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But a lot of times, it's just more convoluted than that. And so, I think to be willing to say, Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to be willing to go down the political rabbit hole, right? right? I'm right. not going to be willing to, to explore this or this because what I want to tell you about is the essence of the gospel, right? right? Who is um, Jesus? Because the, the power of salvation is not being me being able to talk over you and convince right. you of a culture war or right. a political right. ideology. The power of the gospel is Jesus Christ crucified and risen and coming again, right? Right so right. to, to, to just lay out in front of people God is sovereign over the universe it, it matters what he thinks about you because he's your creator right. you are alienated from him because of your sin that's a problem that you can never fix Jesus came
1: which all of us have by the way not just lesbians and gays we all have sin
0: right well it depends the more you watch Fox News actually there's, a, there's an incremental or <laughs> here we go or a decrease what do, sorry, what do you have against Tucker Carlson what oh, do you have against
1: Tucker Carlson you oh on come
0: on <laughs> don't even get me started <clears throat> liberal right. liberal so we're Gandhi. alienated from God because of our, I'm a socialist, i We're alienated from God because of our sin. And, yeah, and yes. in his immense compassion, God sent his own son to step into the brokenness of humanity, yeah, yeah. not just to fix social problems and yeah. economic problems, right. um, but to bring us back to himself, right? Yeah. To, yeah. to provide um, the righteousness that we could never earn for ourselves, to provide the forgiveness we could never earn for ourselves, to reconcile us to God so yeah. that sinners like you and I and all people all over the world Everybody. can be brought into the family of God, right? right. So everyone who, I was just reading to Mark this morning, Um, and I love about Mark is like Mark's in a hurry, right? Right. He says immediately over and over again. And so Mark's just into it. In chapter one, Jesus comes (laughs) and he says, repent and believe, right? So that's the message of the gospel. This is who you are. This is who God is. There's this distance because of sin. Christ came to save sinners, repent, which means turn away from your sin, place your commitment in the work and finished work of Christ. Right. And then let's get busy, you know, growing in holiness together. Yeah. That's the substance of the gospel. So we have to be willing as Christians, um, to not, uh, Craig's not doing this disingenuously. He was just talking and yes. kind of explaining where he's at. Yeah. Sometimes people, um, you know, try to do red herrings and things to distract the conversation. Whatever the case, we need to be willing just to say, this is the essence of the gospel, right? Right. Um, so I don't I don't have to argue about all those other things, right? No. I, I, that's not my job. My no. job is not to convince you of political ideology or even moral ideology. No. My job is to lead you to Christ because only Christ, Christ can transform you. Right. And once you have the life of Christ in you, then right. we got stuff to talk about, right? Right. Um,
1: Does that make sense? No, it it totally makes sense. And I think with that, being willing to do that again and again and again and replicate it with the same people over and over. for like I've known Craig for, well, Danny's 19. I started doing stand-up. So I've known him probably for almost 20 years. And be okay when they push back and have questions
0: or disagree, right? It's not like, well, we've already had this conversation. So when you agree, then we'll talk again.
1: And you're in relationship with people, again, to... To continue to talk to them until God is done with us, like that's one thing I love that David was talking about at church is God, let me be useful, use me, yeah, and use me in all these relationships. And I'm not friends with Craig just to save him and to convert him. No. I'm friends with Craig because I love Craig. Yeah. He's he's my friend, but I also like, and that's I think that's you know he got a little emotional at the end, and I did too because. I, and I don't when when stuff does go on in his life. I don't reach out to him because I'm 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 trying to win him over. It's because I love the guy, and I believe this is true, and I want him to know that.
0: And again, that's that's the big difference, right? When we are in relationship with people just to convert them, we don't actually care about them. No. And so if we don't see them responding, we'll just stop and move on to the next person. But
1: it's hard because we get disappointed. Totally. But if we love people,
0: right? As Christ loved people, I'm, yeah. I'm overwhelmed by this. I was going through some passages uh, on Monday just yeah. where Christ sees crowds and he sees people and he has compassion on them. So yeah. Christ doesn't yeah, get yeah. angry. He doesn't get frustrated. Right. He's compassionate towards the lost. Right, That needs to be our posture, yeah. that I love you as a person. In fact, I'm commanded to love you as a person, yeah. but yeah, even yeah. beyond the command, I just do. And so yeah. um, I'm going to be with you through this process, right? And even if somebody never comes to faith in Christ, I'm not going to stop loving them. Right. Right? Uh, right. I recognize that the Bible tells me that your, your greatest good is that you you come to Christ I'm not gonna right. I'm not gonna sidestep that right um, but I'm also not utilitarian in my friendship with
1: you right exactly that's not how, that's not how it works It's perfect look this is a hot topic so we're keeping this one short but we thought it was really important to continue this conversation and hopefully we'll keep talking to Craig because he's a cool guy and I want to know more about you, the UFOs uh, absolutely that's so I mean because he can go deep on that stuff and, and I, I I've to- never done any reading on that <laughs> Got to mention that to you when we were doing our pre-show because I've forgotten but uh, yeah, Craig is totally into that but if you have a if you have a question this would help us out, seriously, if you have a question you'd like us to ask, Craig, that you have somebody in your life who's like Craig and like hey, I wonder what he thinks about this and this would help me as I minister to somebody or reach out to to whoever my friend or family member is, email us at uh, blessingfieldhosts at gmail.com blessingfieldhosts at gmail.com that's the magic, Dan. That is the magic. How great was his thing, by the way? It's magic I believe in, and I just like Metallica. I love Metallica, but I'm not crazy about their fan base. In other words, I have been hurt sometimes yeah. by Christians. I And I get it. For some reason, that, that parallel, I totally understand it. But um, I didn't listen
0: to Metallica because, well, Dan, I'm a Christian.
1: Have you ever heard of the Gaithers? <laughs> no, because it has the word gay in it. <laughs>
0: Touche, <laughs> touche, touche.
1: Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, hey, so uh, seriously though, email us at, at gmail.com. This is a hot topic. We look forward to. We got some great guests coming up in the future, so uh, be tuning in because you're going to like it. Uh, Jared, any parting thoughts? Dan, as always, you I know don't, I don't have any parting thoughts. You know what this is? Blessings. Christine <laughs>